Uh, I've never ever actually recorded by myself, so we'll all see if this works. Uh, my name is Oscar Rios. I am running a mini campaign for Cthulhu Invictus for Legends of Tabletop. We are preparing a special surprise for the group tomorrow. Actually, I'm meeting a day early with two of my oldest Cthulhu Invictus friends to have them be special guest stars in the next portion of the campaign. Uh, and they are Walter Atridge. How are you? Andrew Bell Atridge. Uh, uh, Walter and GB are two of my oldest friends and have play- and played a lot of Cthulhu with Invictus with me back in the day before they moved down south. Um, they have the distinction of being two of the original playtesters of the legacy of Arya Slurko, which tells you how long I've been <laughs> friends with them. And they're actually playing characters who are quite similar to the characters we played together um, back in the day. Um, and in the same place, too, because I ran a lot of stuff in Britannia back then. We are currently in Aquasileus, where... Uh, introduce your characters, guys. I am Curtius Fronto, a, sur- a middle-aged surgeon working in, you know, uh, birthplace Rome and... Of moderate of moderate means, but you know, I make the proper sacrifices to the gods in order to curb the Plutonian humors in you know. So complete so I'm I'm a man of science. So Okay. Science. Jeevy. <laughs> uh, I'm playing uh Bodemos of Pro of the Parisi uh, spear fighter and he is twenty-five years old. He Seems to have a jovial nature and likes to sing. He does not sing well, by the way, but <laughs> love to sing. And um, he believes that he that he should be out out there fighting and uh, living his best life. Okay, great. Okay, so Walter, you are out and about in town, watching some shows and doing some. Uh, doing some shopping and just basically taking a break uh, with your young nurse slash slave. And GB, you are actually knocking back drinks with a group of soldiers who are led by a old friend of yours who actually has a name. Uh, that's Siganactus. You're going to have to spell that one for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Spelled like it sounds. Siganactus. Actually, it's Siganax. It's Siganaxius. Now, here's here's something. When you knew him a few years ago, he was just Siganax. But since then, he's become a Roman citizen and Romanized his name. I see. You sold that, dude. He is currently a lieutenant with the watch, so apparently it was a good upwardly mobile choice for right. him. You become decent. <laughs> right. So he's attached to the 20th, and uh, they're here uh, not quite on leave. They're assigned to the town, uh, augmenting the watch. They're close enough to the sea that you know pirates are a problem, and you're not too far from a naval base you know, next town over. And, you know, this is a a big, important town, so they do have some soldiers here for civil defense. Now, all of the soldiers under his command 
They are not Celtic, and they are not Roman. They are, in fact, Syrian-born. Oh, that's a trip. So they're like really fish out of water in Britannia, but uh, Rome started doing this to keep people from going AWOL. Um, they would, if you join the army in Britannia, you would be serving in Africa. If you germ, if you joined it in Germany, you'd be serving in Syria. Um, they so never let you serve. Miles away. <laughs> right, right. Uh, they learned they learned their lesson after uh, a German lieutenant led three legions to their death in the Teutoburg Forest when he betrayed them. <laughs> So anywhere where your homies might cause trouble, you're not going to be serving anywhere near them. Um, so he is actually in charge of 10 new recruits from Syria. Um, and you, they're all off duty. So you're drinking with them in, in this bar and having a great time. So I'm going to have both of you roll luck just to shake the dust off those Cthulhu and Victus dice. 25. 49. Okay, Walter is the luckier of the two. Um, as you are as you are here in in the marketplace, a man comes rushing up on a horse and you don't see many horses, you know, horses are very expensive. And especially through the city, this they would usually be stabled and not like going through the streets. And you hear someone yelling, stop that man, stop that man. He gets off the horse, and the horse is all lathered up. And he 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 looks at you and the girl, and he says, you have to help me. You have to help me. Um, you know, I, I, you know, please don't let them don't let them arrest me. I, I can't be held. I have to get back. I have to get back. Uh, it's a matter of life and death. Please help me. You know, please you help me. Okay. One, I'm not getting between you and some soldiers, but if you let, they're going to just keep chasing you until they kill you. You're not getting where you want to go. So stop for a moment. Let's talk this out. You're not getting where you're going. They're going to just run you down and kill you. He says, I was just trying to get here. I'm just trying to get help. I've got to get back before I missed. Okay, what kind of help? I'm a doctor. If that if that's not the kind of help you need, then talk to somebody else. Okay, GB. At this point, you and the other soldiers see uh, a a group of town vigilis, kind of like you know, in in lockstep marching to towards your friend and some wild wild eyed guy in the middle of the marketplace. So what's going on over there? Um, he says that he said I took a chance and I tried to get here. I tried to get to Aquasileus as quickly as I can. I, I my my village is is under assault, under sorcerous assault. We've been cursed. Um, we were told not to seek help, but it's it's gotten really bad. Uh, we really need help. So I I snuck out. And on the road, I stole this horse so I can get here fast enough. And if I can get back to town quickly enough, maybe no one will realize I'm gone. I don't want my family to be punished because I, I left. Okay. Um, and he says he, he does give you? his name. Uh, let me look, find this fucking guy's name. <laughs> I, um, I've had my, my friend. 
in the back and I go up, approach the ocean a little bit to see what's going on. Grab my spear. Let's keep it. I His go. name is Antor. Uh, okay. Antor of the village. Uh, oh God, I can't. Pr- I can't pronounce Welsh. Don't uh, try. Malia Shet. Don't try. You weren't born. Don't don't try. You haven't grown <laughs> the tongue to be able to say to be able to pronounce Welsh. <laughs> right. Uh, so um, Melia Shet. All right. So the first thing I say to Antoy was Antoy yelling about. Was he like very clearly yelling out to everybody that he stole a horse because his ass is just getting hung. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, he did say that out loud. Okay, I stole like, someone's horse on the road so he could get here quickly. Okay, now, Antoine, please treat. All right, tr- work with me like I'm like you're talking to a child. Okay. <laughs> um, you your your, your you, slave comes over and gives him a glass of water, which he greedily drinks, and it seems to calm him. Thank you, Helga. Thank you. Did you hurt anyone when you stole the horse? No, the man was 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 urinating by a bush. I just jumped on the horse and I, I Can ran you with identify it. him so you could return his horse so maybe he doesn't have you hanged? I got a good look at him. Okay. Um, I, I never planned to keep the horse. I wasn't stealing the horse. I was just borrowing no, no, it. It's fine. You. It's just you, you barreled in here admitting to several crimes that are just going to get you killed rather than save your village. So, right? <laughs> Let's deal with that first, then let's save your village. Walter, I want you to roll a status roll. Because I think you have some good status. Status, okay. That is a fail. 64 out of 60. All right. So while you're talking to this guy, like six vigilists have surrounded you and him. And they're not grabbing him. They're just letting you guys talk. <laughs> but okay, the, the guy with the, the insignia of their of their leader kind of like looks at you and nods like like you seem to have it under control. I'm going to let this play out for a minute. He's not going anywhere. Of course. Uh, Antor doesn't see these guys. Only you yeah. see these guys. And GB, you see them as well. So, okay. He says that... Um, it's been going on for a week. It rained for five days in a row. And we had our hay we had our hay drying in the sun and the rain was about to ruin that. The rain lifted long enough and that's when someone said they saw the stag. Um, it was it was it was dead. It was rotting. But it walked and it spoke to people. And it said that if we made sacrifices to the old gods, the rain would stop and all of our farms would be prosperous. And that if we didn't make sacrifices, our crops would fail and we would starve through the winter. And the stag warned us if any tried to go for help, our families would be made to suffer. Okay. Now I'm gonna I wanna roll natural world to see if that's common for this area. Would I understand that oh okay, like a bit like a really bad has it been raining a lot everywhere? Okay, roll natural like, world. Uh, that is a fail. Fifty-eight okay. out of forty. Oh All right. Uh, Fifty-eight out of forty. Nothing for me. That's 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 eighteen points of luck. That's that's not oh. 
You, you don't okay, want to burn. So, I don't think you want to burn no, that. No, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, oh wait, wait, yeah, yeah. You were talking about that luck thing, right? Right. Nah, nah. No, that's yeah, that's a lot. Um, GB, you are all here. You are hearing this too. Yes, if you wanted gonna, to. I want to roll the same thing. See if I okay. can have any idea of any of that. And I rolled a ten. Yes, it is quite common for sudden rains to ruin a hay crop, but if he rode here from somewhere that he's hoping to get back to quickly, it hasn't rained in this area in days and days. Hmm. So while it is, it, it can happen naturally, if his village has had rain for five days and he's like less than a day travel away, um, it's, it's probably not natural that you haven't seen any rain here. You've been in Aquasileus for two days now. Yeah, we'd be getting at least some rain, some clouds. Right, it's something. been sunny. It's been yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, uh. He, he said that when I, he said that one family spoke out against the stag, and one of their one of the villagers, one of my neighbors, fired a bow at it, and 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 lodged a couple of arrows in it, and the stag said that by morning, he would understand the power. Of the of the go- of the old gods, and the stag just wandered off into the forest, you know, and the next day, six of his cows uh, ended up lame, and there was and there were just there were there were, there were so many insects in the fields um, that his uh, half of his wheat was just ruined. Um, can I make an occult roll? That's even, I've been rolling well, but can I make an occult roll for what the stag could be? Like, okay, what go ahead. no, that's a 58. No, that's 20. Well, let's, let's hope you're getting all these bad rolls out of the way now. Yeah, let's hope. I'm not one of those people who think like, oh, there's a pool. I'm just messing it up. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I know that I've, I've dealt with the couple of uh, weird things before, uh, but apparently my character has like zero. Uh, uh, sorry, a an occult has a. Everybody has base at least five. <laughs> okay. You you can roll that. We've seen rolls under five. No, not today. <laughs> not no, not right today. now. We haven't. <laughs> Okay. Um, All right, I do want to. I I do want to help this guy because, you know, like, Walter, did you freeze or? Walter, I think you're frozen. Oh, let's give it a second. Yeah. Am I back? You're back. Yes, you're you're back. back. Am I alive? <laughs> so you said you wanted to help this guy because, and then we were hanging on your words. <laughs> you, you, we were like, I wanted okay. to help this guy, but then, the, but then the stag cursed my fee, dude. <laughs> <laughs> when the stag attacked me with its curses, um, that, I was I was saying if this was modern times, I'd say it's like a Scooby Doo villain. It's like a guy in a it's a guy in a it's a guy in a Halloween mask. But now I just think it's a wizard in a Halloween mask. <laughs> right, it's a, a legit wizard in a Halloween mask. So I mean, I would like to, I would like to go to this guy. I'd like to get the person's horse back to them, and then take then go back to this guy's village. Maybe with some of the guards, maybe some of Aquasileus's guards, to see what's going on. Because if somebody is, you know, 
attacking the villages. These villages pay tribute to Rome. This is an attack on Rome. Right. Okay, so at this point, the Vigilis guy steps forward and just kindly like puts a hand on the guy's shoulder and uh, tells, you know, says, Antor, was it? He goes, yes. He goes, um, I think you're going to need to come with us. And uh, one of the one of these villages. Okay, one of the villages. And he says, "You you can't detain me if you if I'm not back soon. You know, I'm going to you know they're they're going to punish my family. You know, please, you know, please send help. But you can't keep me here. I have to get back." I look at the um at the officer and then I'm like, "How uh, listen? How about this? We take him." Um, we take the horse back. We'll check to see what's going on. I mean, we, I mean, you can't lose with that one. I mean, you, you, you have to avoid this hot mess, and we go, we can look into the information for you. My friend over here can vouch for me. Um, the soldier guy says, uh, I can vouch for them. They're good for their words. If they say they'll return the man's horse, they will. And if they say that uh, they'll look into this report, we will. I will take my detachment with them. We'll look into it. Where did you say your village was? And he says the name of it again, which I can't pronounce. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, he said it's on the road between uh, Kalevia and Corinium, which is, you know, on the base of the forest, just east of here. And the vigilists say, well, if you, you know, if you're going to return the horse, um, then he's really committed no crime here. Uh, as long as you keep him out of trouble and, you know, again, you've vouched for him. Anything that happens, it's we're going to come talk to you guys. Absolutely. So the villagers let this guy off, let you guys t- handle it. And uh, GB, your friend just rolls his eyes and he's like, what have you gotten me into? Hey, fun times, man. Let's go have some fun. He says, look, I'm going to need to fill out some paperwork. It's going to be a couple of hours uh, before my commander gets back. He's off for the day. We can leave in the morning. Um, But, you know, my recruits need to stretch their legs. So a prolonged march and some interactions with the natives will uh, be good seasoning for them. This is a great exercise. And he looks over at uh, Curious and he says, I also agree that it's probably a charlatan with uh, some kind of a skull and a rotten skin, but we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's things like this. These people need to be, the whole point of Rome is to bring, is to protect these people from, you know, from these old, from the old ignorant ways. He looks at you. <laughs> and remember, this guy is a Briton who's Romanized his name. <laughs> so he goes, they just look, and he says in his most careful Latin Quite right, sir. Quite right. <laughs> um, you're a credit. You're a credit to your people. <laughs> I, just, I just shake my head and take. I'm not trying to be bigoted, but I know it comes with the territory. Yeah. Right. Um, so, Antor says, "Thank you, thank you so much, but I, I can't stay till tomorrow. If I'm not back before nightfall, they're going to know that I'm gone, and my family will need to suffer." He goes, please, just just let me go. Uh, if you come, you can come tomorrow. I'll 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 come forward and I'll introduce. I'll bring you to my house and and we can put you up there. But the stag's going to be patrolling once nightfall comes. If it's season, I, I give uh, while he's talking. 
Well, I let him talk, and I look at the at the guard and like this. I, I give him the like the, the raise the eyebrow, like, well, are you gonna let him? Move? And he's like, if he says no, I'm not. Saying, no, he's, um, you know, the, the, the guard, Siganaxius, uh, looks over at you. He goes, "You're you're buying this. You're you're you know you're betting on this horse." I think he's worried enough. He stole a horse. He could have gotten himself killed. I mean, he's not a very good thief. You know, whatever it is, whatever it is, he legitimately is scared of it. He says, all right. So he takes out a tablet, scribbles something down. He says, go to the main gate. Give this to them. They'll assign you. They'll assign you a, a, a mule. Ride back to your town as fast as you can. Don't hurt the freaking mule. We'll be there tomorrow, the next day at the latest. Um, you can show us around. You know, we'll ask for you. We'll we'll need the fucking mule back. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, li- li- literally that mule. I I hate to be this way, Antor, but that mule is worth more than your life. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I- I'll guard it with my life. I swear. He says, thank you, thank you so much. May the gods bless you. You're goes, welcome. And uh, he leaves, the, you know, he runs off with the tablet to borrow a mule from the guards and ride back to his little village. Uh, so I, the guy. I, 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 the signature, I, thank you very much for that. He just would have, holding him for the night, he just would have, you could see he would have just gotten more panicked though, until he did something really stupid and then you would have had to correct him. Right? He says, well, I'm a good judge of people, I guess. He, as you said, he was terrified. I mean, maybe something is happening. He goes, I hear there, you know, there are dark forces moving across the land. There are. I mean, I've seen ghosts. I mean, there are, you know, the old, there are spirits. So. Look at them like we've all seen oh. things. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man of science, and spirits, scientifically speaking, are not to be trifled with. Science, religious, same crap. And um, he kind of leans forward. He kind (laughs) of leans forward. He goes, "Whether it's spirits or not, let my men be afraid. I want to see how they how they work under you know conditions." So he says, "All right, I'm going to have. I'm going to draw supplies. I'm going to get our orders." Uh, we'll be ready to leave at dawn. We'll meet you guys at the main gate. Thank you. So after he leaves, is there a place I can put my slave that I know she'll be safe? Because I don't want to take her into like, you know, fighting rotting zombie bags. <laughs> she says, are you but sure? I, I, might, I, I could be of help if there are people in need of, of medical treatment. Yeah, but, you know, you're worth, you know, you're, your property, you're worth about 8,000 sesterces, and I also care for you. I also love you as a daughter. So, you know, there's two. that's two reasons I don't want to put you at risk. She says, I understand. You know, I understand. Um, you actually know doc. There's a lot of doctors in here because this is a place where people go for healing. So not only could you find a spit, a, someone to take care of her quite easily, if they work in the guy's office, they'll pay you like 200 sesterce a week just nice. to borrow her. Nice. 
That is that is what that's what we call in in Rome a win win. <laughs> okay, so you find a friendly doctor's office who's just inundated. They could use another qualified nurse. They promise to treat her like one of their own uh, freedmen servants. You know, good food, her own bed, and she only has to work from dawn till dusk. Only. Sounds fair. So I don't want to. I don't want to get her. Don't want her getting too spoiled, dude. Okay. All right. So she is. She's taking care of her. She's. Good. You know. Right. She's. She's stashed in a place where she's going to be safe and comfortable. I'm just playing the character. I mean, I know it's good to have an extra to have more NPCs going into something. You know, more meat. More. More targets. Nobody but, ever. Nobody um, ever brings her. I don't think in the history of this character, no one's ever brought Helga on an adventure because they don't want her to die. Well, like you, a- you, I mean, you, you really do emphasize that he loves her like a daughter and the best right. thing that ever happened to him. So it's like, yeah, he's not just going to, you know, throw her away. <laughs> right. It's like zombie stags. No, you're not coming. Yeah, she doesn't get to be, you know, like I, I doubt anybody who's actually playing the character would have her as a meat shield. Right, right. I've I've not met I've not met that level of asshole yet. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, hey, let's I bring mean, the ten year old slave girl as a meat shield. Yeah, strap her to my front. I'll strap her to my head. <laughs> Ever carry the torch in front of the party? Might be a gas leak. Send her up front. <laughs> I cast okay. a arrow and just put her up. <laughs> okay, so. You're able to do whatever you want to do. Um, it's a it's a largest kind of it's a small city, it's, you know, large town. So there's plenty of amenities here. There's restaurants. There's taverns. There's brothels. There's, you know, whatever you guys want to do for the evening. If you want to just get a really good night's rest and a great bed, um, and, and the brothel. <laughs> however you guys want to pass the evening is fine. Uh, well, I'll just I think I'm just gonna take I think I'm gonna keep it very keep it very simple. No real no drinking, just a meal, just a simple meal and um simple meal, maybe a set maybe a maybe just a a quick sacrifice just for security, you you know, a, a pigeon, something like that. That'd okay, that cool. costs you like you know, one sesterce to do the whole sacrifice to the will of the gods and roll. A lock. Okay. And that is a fail. That is a fail. Okay. When you release the, uh, so when you you make the sacrifice, the priestess for the Sesterci actually will read the animal's entrails. (laughs) It's it's all part of the of the package. Yeah, it's all part of the service. Um, so when they read the, she reads the entrails, she looks up at you and she says, do you walk towards danger, sir? Yeah, probably you. She says, the fates are clear. You must walk carefully for you will be denied. Oh, great. All right. <sighs> Thank you. To test no. the metal of denied what? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it, uh, make a sand check. This counts as an ill omen. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Actually, I make my sanity exactly at it. Eighty nine. Okay, 89. you don't lose any sand. 
It would have been like a one point sand loss. Yeah, no, it's, um, but it's just a good start. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so the night passes, and I, I, I proceed to to test. As my friend said, test the metal of his men. I'm going to drink them under the table, and then so we all have the same hangover on our forced march. <laughs> okay, make your luck roll. <laughs> I actually, I think I crit uh, passed. I okay, so you, you make your luck. Um, you're drinking with them, and they're not really keeping up with you by the alcohol. But you do notice that the Syrian boys are passing around a pipe, hmm. and they're trying not to let you see them do it. Hey, what you got there? And they were like, "Do you, you want to try?" Yeah. He says, "It's a taste of Antioch," and they pass you the hash pipe. <laughs> oh, we doing hash? Okay, so Jamie, I need you to make, make another con check. Oh God, a con? Yes. Ooh. Made it by five. Okay. <laughs> um, so you are not only drunk now, you're high, but you're enjoying the high. So you spend the night with these Syrian raw recruits, you know, sm smoking opium and just drinking ale um, and staying up way too late. And regretting it the next morning. And they are hurting the next morning. Well, now I know why I'll be denied because you're freaking <laughs> a junkie. <laughs> Thank you. So, Walter, oh. when you show up with this ill omen hanging over you, you see your, your bodyguard warrior friend just red eyed, drooping. Half the guys look like they just wanted, you know, they're like staggering in in formation. Puking on the side. Um, and, uh, uh, Saganiax, he like comes over and he's like, "All right, we're gonna be setting a quick pace today," and he comes out with a a mule cart, and he says, "The good news is, load up your packs," and All they right. load their packs, so they're happy that they don't have to be laden with supplies. And you see, there's like a week's worth of food in here for everyone, and uh, he says, uh, "Curious, uh, can you handle the cart?" <sighs> Can I? Hmm. Uh, I think it's Teamster. Oh, Teamster. Okay. Um, well, that's you only need to roll it if it's like you're in a car chase or something. You can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can just kind of like okay. Post it. He goes. He goes. Like once we get to the main road outside of town, put her in a trot for at least two hours. Okay. And he says the bad news is you sons of bitches need to pace the cart. <laughs> we can do it, boys. Let's go. So, run, run. He does it, and it's literally like the forced march trot for like half a day. <laughs> um, one of the guys passes out, <laughs> and um, he says, "One of you fuckers better carry him." <laughs> so then the other soldiers have to like carry him for and they're like slapping him awake, and he comes awake. A couple guys puke. And they're like, never again. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but so it's a forced march. Um, you don't manage to get all the way to the village um, before dark because it's uh, right now. It's probably early November. So you're all 
in heavier cloaks with the trousers. You know, it's it's just after um, the locals' New Year, so it, it's cooler weather, and the sun is is setting much earlier than it would. So he has the men, you know, unpack the supplies, puts up a, a large tent for you know the the three of you, and they put up their little four man squad tents. And he makes them cook and and dig a latrine, and um, you know, set up a some earth like an earthen mound around a little bit, of, so you guys can't be surprised easily. Um, and you all have dinner, and uh, he sets watches, and unless you guys want to do something, the night passes uneventfully. Um. Well, I'll see if you know how's GB do how's um how's GB doing is. Oh, no, I, I behave. Is, is this friggin' opium bender gonna friggin' pass or, or are you gonna get yourself? We're, we're officially on march. I'll behave. <laughs> yeah, nobody's drinking or, or smoking now. And I think she made her roll, so she wasn't as badly off as the rest of them. Okay. Because you know, like if you're if you're hungover and gonna be weak in case of battle, then I'll give you something to get you high again, so you can keep moving, keep going. <laughs> All fine. right. So, do you want to leave the watches to these men? <sighs> I'll do one of the watches with them. Okay, there's gonna be four watches, so really, people only need to stay awake an extra two hours. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna just go to sleep because I'm kind of scared. I, I do. I have seen ghosts and things like that, so I'm not. You know, I'm not completely relaxed, dude. Okay, Walter, so. you can easily stay awake through the first watch. Okay, and that'll take you to like 10 p.m. Yeah. Um. After that, you're gonna be feeling it in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, then I'll go to bed. Um, okay. So. You you don't have to patrol, but I guess you're up in the tent doing some reading or whatever. Yeah, just kind of, you know, praying and, you know, trying to figure, you know, just racking my brain, trying to figure out, like, what, like, what are, like, some of the local legends? Like, what is this stag? Like, is this something, is this something new? Is this something? Well, the stag is, is a symbol of one of the local gods. Okay. It's never described as being, like, dead. You know, or being a, a, a walking corpse of a stag. Um, maybe it's a desecration. Maybe it's an insult to the old to the the gods. The guy did say that they would turn away from the, the that they would have to return to the worship of the old gods. You know, so maybe that's something older than the stag. Yeah. You know, maybe the whole thing is a symbol. You're not sure. So, yeah. GB, which watch are you going to stay awake for? I'll take the um, I'll take the third one in the middle, one of okay. the middle ones. All right, GB is asleep. Walter, I need you to make a listen roll, and that is a success, but just barely twenty three out of twenty five. Um, you hear the sound of you hear the sound of of someone falling in the dark. Like just the the chainmail and the 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 pelum uh, hitting each other as if somebody tripped over something in the dark, uh, not far from your tent. Uh, trooper, are you all right? There's no answer. It's like, are there anybody? Is are there any other troopers around me? You. There should be two guys patrolling. 
but the way they've been set up, one would be on the other side of the camp. I'm actually going to just, I'm not going to yell and scream. Oh, it's cool. So it's, can I get some assistance over here? I think um, one of the men, one of the men are hurt. Okay. A few guys get out of their tents. Do I hear this? Yeah. You hear this. And grab my spear. And, uh, second. So Walter, you start kind of raising, you know, not panicked, but you start raising an alarm. A couple of guys wander out. The other guard who's on duty kind of comes over. GB starts getting up. GB, you are not in your armor, of course, because you were sleeping. I'm putting that stuff on. Uh, um, so you immediately start putting your armor on, not even knowing what's going on. You've woken up to sounds, and you automatically start pulling your armor on. Hell yeah. All right. Well, that's the sound of a good... <laughs> that's not a bad idea. <laughs> So, Walter, you see, like, two guys come out of, like, one of those small tents that was near to yours. And, you know, they're in their tunics. And one guy has, he's, like, strapping his belt with his gladius on. The other guy kind of comes out, and he's hitting a flint of steel to light a torch. And out of nowhere, a pair of wolves come charging out of the darkness and attack both of them. Uh, now I do raise an alarm. I do yell. Like, okay, you, oh, oh, you, start, you start screaming. Uh, a wolf runs past them into the tent where UGB and the other lieutenant guy is. He was just starting to rouse himself, and it will attempt to attack. Uh, Walter, you're one two. GB, you're three four. He's five six. It's going to go right for you, Walter, but you are ready, so you can attack it first or run away from it first or run behind um, GB first. I'm going to try to run from a wolf. Okay. You're so, going to attack? I'm going to attack with my large knife. Okay. See, see how this goes. <laughs> You're cushy healer. And that's – no, no, I, I do hit 64 out of 70. Okay. <laughs> Give me damage. Four at six points. What's my damage bonus? I'm sorry, I should know that, but uh, no. So just six points. Okay, so good hit with the large knife. Oh yeah. Um, it it comes biting for you. You hit it right in the neck, like you know, hit through some of the the blood vessels on the right side of its head. Just a grievous wound, but it's not enough to put it down. Um, and it will attempt to bite you. And um, you stab it, but it does clamp on to your other arm. Um, can I roll some luck to try to get out of that, too? You can roll a dodge. Okay. And Okay, so my dodge is 36, so under 36. And that is a fail. Not okay. 100, but a 99. <laughs> now, there's some... Well, okay, so you try and back away. You end up stumbling. It bites your arm for three points. Um, GB, do you wish to attack it or continue putting on your armor? How far in my armor am I? You you need another two rounds. You'd have to just drop your armor, grab a weapon, and hit it. Okay, then I'll just hit it with my spear. Okay, you just grab your spear. Go. I I got it under the half mark. Okay, give me damage. So a hard success on the attack. 
Eight. Okay. Um, so, Walter, she takes up the spear, hits it in the head. It immediately releases your arm, and she drives it back. And he drives it back and just, like, plants it in the dirt, and it just twitches and, and dies. So you're clear. Um, right. The other guy, he just draws his spatha and steps in front of you um, as another wolf comes towards him. He rolls a 95 Ooh. and will miss. Um, GB, you can attack this wolf as well. A, uh, a five. So it's okay, a so what is your maximum damage with the spear? My maximum is... And this is the two-handed spear, right? This is the... This is, yeah... Total damage. Uh, it does the. Do I add the? I don't add the bill to it, right? Just the damage. No, the strength bonus. The damage bonus to your right of the weapons. Yeah. So it is fourteen points. Okay, he misses it, and you just kind of like come out of nowhere, hit it in its side, and you kind of like flip it behind you, almost like, you know, bailing hay. Like you hit it and just like, who slam it. It uh, it's like disemboweled <laughs> behind you. <laughs> Um, that new demon soul's backstab where he does a twist on it. <laughs> um, and Walter's like, okay, now I know why I hang out with you. <laughs> um, good. Opium. And, do- oh, good to know. Opium doesn't re- dull your reflexes. <laughs> okay. Um, and at, at this point you hear all of the men outside, like screaming, like wolves are literally attacking the entire camp. Um, so two more run into the tent. Jesus. The soldier will roll a 42 hitting. Roll an 8. Nice. He has he's got a good build cuz he's a soldier and he puts it down. Nice. The spatha is like the long officer's sword. Mm-hmm. It's not the the gladius which is the shorter one. I'm going to go to the officer's tent and see if I can help him. No, you're in. He was rooming with you guys. He was in. He was in the slightly larger tent with the two of you. Gotcha. Um, So, GB, if you put this one down, that should be the attack. Give me a second. Uh, I do. Well, I I rolled the hit. Ooh, that's a good roll. Um, Twelve. That puts that down. Um, You've never. You mean you've seen wolves, and you may have even fought them. You've never seen them this brazen or aggressive to like attack a well lit camp with you know well armed men. Are they like starving? Do they look like no? They appear very healthy. They're not foaming. They don't appear sick or you know they appear to be in really good, in pretty good shape. Is there any way I can find the the? The trooper that I originally like, I heard somebody. I heard somebody fall. Is okay. there like what? Like uh, the injured, dead, dying? Is there anything I can do? Uh, there, there are two injured, um, and that one, you, the men go after him because they find where he fell, but he'd been dragged away. Ah, okay. But there are two men with serious bites, so you can tend to their wounds and they'll live. All right. <clears throat> Right, you want me to roll, or we'll just say I treat? No, it's fine. Me. It's fine. Right, cool. Uh, uh, I'll. Tra- I'm going to do first aid on myself though, because I lost three points. Of course. <laughs> I make it. So okay, so you can get those three points back. Right. <clears throat> you know, you stitch yourself up, you bandage it carefully. Um, it'll hurt for a few days, but it's not a serious wound. 
So the lieutenant kind of your 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 soldier friend kind of comes over and he says, uh, you know, I've never seen them come into a camp of men with a fire before. Agreed. This uh, this was not uh, normal. Do you know they can? Do we have any trackers that we can track which way they came from? Send, send um, I, I've, she says, I've already lost one man. Um, and honestly, I don't think any of them retreated. We didn't hear any of them leave the camp. Mm. Um, in all, in all a dozen wolves, a dozen wolves attacked the camp. Well, we start meaning, uh, um, they start savaging the pelts too. Those are not cheap. Okay. Um, do you, well, some of the guys actually have some skill with tanning, with skinning. So they help you. <clears throat> they, uh, he sends four guys out and they come back with the body of the man who was taken by surprise and dragged off. And, you know, they, they do what they can with his body and put it in the back of the cart and men appear very shaken. And the Lieutenant goes, you know, when we get was, back, we'll, we'll, he was we'll, like, we'll he was, another- he, he like, he was 17 years old. Ugh. I'm sorry to have gotten you into this dude. He says, well, apparently that man wasn't a lunatic after all. Maybe there is something going on. Yeah, something's yeah. weird about this. He says, so when, when we, you know, as soon as first light, we'll set out, get to the village. And um, if there is someone behind this, we'll get to the bottom of it. Well, thank you very much for your help. Thank you for yours. Had you not been so observant, they may have dragged off more of my men. I look at the men. I'm like, don't worry, man. We'll get a, we'll avenge our, our friend. Roll an oratory, Jimmy. I have a 15 and I roll a fucking two. You were like, don't worry. We will avenge our fallen companion. <laughs> he goes, fear not. Like you make this whole big speech and the men are, are you know, they're, they're encouraged and they're, I mean, because they were really looking like, I want to go home. You know, you were like, why did I join the army? Um, More opium. <laughs> so. We shall have a feast of opium when we get back. So now they're all fired up and they want payback for their their friend. <clears throat> okay, no one sleeps well the rest of the night. So uh, you set out at uh, a little before dawn, and you come upon a a, a you come upon the the you, you smell the smoke of the early morning fires before you see the town, and. Uh, you almost miss the village in the the fog, um, but it kind of comes out. You know the the lieutenant's kind of checking his maps because it's a little off the main road, and you come to a group of farms in a, a village square, and he tells his men, you know, look, you know, look sharp, look lively. You know, you represent Rome. So the men are all puffed up, and and you guys come into the main town. And you start coming by, you know, some of the outer farms and they appear, uh, you know, everything seems like wet and damp. A lot of the crops are, they don't look like they're doing well. You uh, pass a, uh, you pass one farm and there's a, a bull out in the pasture with the long, proud horns. And his head is just hanging, and he's like limping on one of his front hooves. Um, there's a lot of mud in the town, which is weird because it hasn't really been raining by you. Uh, 
what few people do you do see out this early? Um, they're doing their morning chores, but they look, um, you know, their, their clothes seems a bit dingy and uh, muddy. Their spirits seem low. And uh, you get into the center of town and uh, the soldier guy announces, you know, greetings, you know, people of Malachati. We seek Antor. Antor, come forward. Any, and, uh, do I, I'm going to take a look, like, I'm gonna just going to try to look as we're going into the town and everything. Do I see the mule or anything? Because. Uh, no, no, you don't. No. Oh. Okay. Okay. A guy comes out. Um, actually two men come out. One guy's appearing, you know, like a Briton and, uh, another man appears to be Roman, a settler and not like a Romanized Briton. A Roman, you know, someone from, probably maybe from Gaul, maybe not from Italia proper, but he's from, you know, the more consolidated inner empire. And he says, they say, uh, greetings, uh, Centurion. I am uh, Michal, and the Roman mind says, and I'm, I'm, I'm Gradius and Jealous. Um, we think that you must be mistaken. There's no one named Antor in the village. And the soldier just like rubs his forehead and he says, we spoke to someone two days ago who said that the village needed help. That you were beset, that you were bewitched. And uh, the Briton guy, Michal, says, oh, no, you, you must be someone must be playing a prank on you, sir. We're, we're, we're fine here. No one's no one's left. You know, no one's summoned any help. Um, insight. insight um, yeah, that was insight. Roll. A six. One. Um, nice. he, he is not being true. They are not being truthful. Um, okay. To say the least, it's, a high, it's an extreme success. So, sorry, do I read his mind? No. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like the Bene Jesuit sisters. <laughs> Get out yeah. of my mind. Um <laughs> So you see other people like looking out from around the town. I cracked and my neck a couple of times. <laughs> at this point, the soldier guy kind of. I know he's lying. I'm trying to look around to see if I see anybody running away or trying to move away to like go. You don't. You don't see anyone rushing off. Uh, Sagoniax, so Gonaxis comes and grabs. Oh, he did it before I could. <laughs> he, he grabs one of the Celtic, one of the Celtic guys, comes to the back of the cart. And like uncovers the body of the, the kid with his throat torn out. And he says, Look at him. Look at him. I said, he's I said he says barely any hair on his chest. He was a boy and he died coming to this miserable mud hole. He goes, I've already lost one man coming here, and you're gonna tell me nothing's wrong? He goes, Where's Antor? I also step on his to the man he, the, the centurion just grabs his Son, we know that you're not telling the truth. These men like to hang people from crosses when they're being when they know they're being attacked, when they know that they're under threat. Please, let's let's try to let's try to be let's try to be let's try not to let it go that far. Okay, roll your persuade. This is not a lie. This is the truth. So it is persuade. Yeah, the dead soldier. <laughs> 
Yeah, he lost a, he lost a, one of his men. He's not in the mood to no, play I game. Fail. You fail. fail. And then he's like he goes he goes there is no antor you know we didn't nobody left the village everything's fine here ah. <laughs> um ah. and then he just like throws him down in the, and he says spread out in groups of 3 one of you watch him he goes search every farm find that mule find that kid he goes to find the man we spoke to and um and he kind of like says to the the roman guy you there you know stand by him you know Come here too. He goes. If anything happens to my men, you two will be the first to to pay for it. Um, and uh, they start the the soldiers start kicking in doors and searching the central shops of the town square. Little people are are upset. Children are are crying. Everybody looks afraid. And that's where we're going to break. Uh, nice. Because at at this precise moment. The other players will be arriving in town from the opposite direction. Okay. So Antor managed to bring in some more suckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're actually just passing through. They're just uh, gonna fall. They're just gonna fall into this mess. <laughs> so uh, they don't even know that you guys are playing. So it's kind of going to be a surprise that. They're going to get two other players who are going to kind of hook them into the adventure. <laughs> and for what I've got planned, they're definitely going to need six. <laughs> so I'm planning so this to probably be our adventure for the next um, three to four sessions to lead to like the end of the year. Okay. So, so we can chew, you know, we can really shatter it up. You know, we could chew up the scenery and, and, and have a good time. It's not, we're not, we're not running this like we're we have to get a session done every time. So, okay, uh, it, you know, more entertaining for everybody. So that's going to be the uh, I think the the part A, the the before part one of uh, the prologue. The, the prologue. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Episode the, one. Episode one of uh, <laughs> of Shadow of the Oak. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say something ph Phantom something, but that's good, Shad. That's <laughs> <laughs> a George Lucas title. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you approve. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm going to end the broadcast and hopefully I recorded this correctly. If not, what, you know, what are we going to do? I tried. Hey, everybody. Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order, and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash Legendary Brew, or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.